Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation, startups, the future. Not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So, last week, was it last week? Or maybe it was the beginning of this week. Queen Elizabeth II passed away. She was 96 years old, I believe. And that's one of those things that pretty much happens to all of us, right? We will all die at some point. There's really no way around that. That we, human beings, are currently mortal. Now, I don't know if we are actually all mortal. There may be more immortals among us, but they haven't told us anything about it. We may, maybe there's some rich people up there who've already rebuilt themselves somehow. Maybe someone is very, very close to figuring out how to take a human psyche and put it into a machine. Maybe we're getting really, really close to that. I don't know. I don't know. Not everything is out there. Not everything is available to all of us because a lot of this would be kept secret, right? I mean, you wouldn't imagine that immortality, if we are close to immortality, that immortality would be kept like a, a really, really dark secret. I mean, anybody who can get close to being immortal probably doesn't want to tell anybody, right? I mean, I was reading a science fiction book the other day, or science fiction story the other day, where they were talking about immortality. They'd figured out what immortality, they figured out immortality. And they decided that from this point on, only certain people would be allowed to be immortal because if you were allowed to be immortal, then the resources of the world would eventually dwindle out. Because if you had progeny, if you had kids, you couldn't be immortal. So the, the way they worked it was that if you were the last of your family, you could be immortal. You would get the serum or the pill or whatever it was that made you immortal. But if you had children, then your children could be immortal, but you couldn't. You had to die because your children were the ones who were given the immortality. So in the story, the parent killed his children and, and got away with it. So he was able to do it surreptitiously without anybody realizing that he was the one who did it. So he got immortality. And I think that's one of the things about immortality is that we're looking at it from an ethical standpoint. I mean, personally, I think immortality is great. And I think some people will pick it. Some people will choose it and some people won't. Right. I mean, if I decide I, I, I definitely want to live as long as I possibly can. And if I wanted to be more, if somebody gave me the, the immortality drug today, 
If somebody said this was an immortality drug and it actually worked, I would absolutely take it. Absolutely, with no question. I have no ethical qualms about living forever. I want to live forever. In fact, if you ask me, I think most people should want to live forever. Some people don't. Some people think, oh, you know, human beings, they have their time on the planet and then they're gone. Well, I disagree with that. I want to live forever. I want to live as long as I possibly can. And if I can live forever, even better. And if I live forever, then everyone should be allowed to live forever. And if everyone lives forever, what happens when you want to have children? Yes, those children can live forever. Are we tied to this planet? No. Can we support 80 billion people on this planet? Probably. Probably. We just haven't figured out how to do this right. And I talked about this in minimum, vi minimum viability. Like We have this scarcity mindset that we think that things are going to run out. But we haven't factored in human ingenuity. You see, human beings, we're good at figuring stuff out. We come up with solutions to things. And if somebody all of a sudden found the trick to immortality, then we'd be able to figure out how to keep all these human beings alive. Maybe we'll send people out to space. I don't know. Maybe we'll build bigger cities. There are ways of doing these things. There are ways of doing things. So immortality, if you ask me, is the thing. And if it turns out that immortality ends up being us uploading ourselves into machines, I'll do that as well. Hell yeah. I want to live forever. I want to experience everything. I live through tons of things and I want to live through hundreds and hundreds of years more things. I want to see where the human race ends up. I want to see where we go, what we do. I want to see the limits of our ingenuity. Are we going to be skimming across the universe on the Starship Enterprise or something like that? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if we can ever figure it out, if we ever figure out how to travel faster than light, then we'll be doing that. I want to see that. I want to see the end of death. I want to see immortality. A lot of people are saying, no, 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 I don't want immortality because it, you'd get bored. Really? <laughs> There's probably more things to see on this earth. An immortal would probably take, what, 10,000 years, 20,000 years, 30,000 years before they get bored. I think our time on this planet is too short. 100 years, 120 years, not enough time. Not enough time to do what we need to do, to apply our human ingenuity to things. So if that happened one day, I would gladly do that. If somebody figured out a, a immortality pill, I would gladly take it. If somebody figured out how to upload my consciousness into a machine, I would do that too. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I would love to hear from you actually. Drop a note in the comments below. If immortality existed, if it was the end of death, would you want to live forever? And if you don't want to live forever, why wouldn't you want to live forever? If we can figure out how to make human beings live forever, and see, that's one of the things that people think about, you know, evolution, right? And evolution is something that seems to happen outside of humanity. It's something that nature does. Nature evolved us to where we are at today. And if you're religious, you might think that God made us the way we are or gods made us the way we are. 
but we are what we are. And if we could figure out, I think what's happened is that nature, the evolution of nature is still happening. It's still occurring right now. We are evolving. We, the problem is that the evolution happens on such a long scale that we're not really seeing that much of it, but we're already seeing vestigial things in human beings and in physiology. So we are evolving, but we're evolving extremely slowly according to nature. And I think now is the time for human beings to take up the mantle of evolution. It's now we have evolved to the point where we can now say, let's continue evolving humankind by using our own intelligence and our own ingenuity to go beyond where we are at. Now, some people say this is a transhumanist ideal, and I, I, I agree with that. I think you should have the choice. If you want to live forever, you should be able to. You should be allowed to. And this is what I've said all along about science is that so many people in have these ethical issues about things that we don't even know if they're possible. We have no idea if we can live forever. It, but we stop ourselves from wanting to figure out if we can live forever because we think, should we live forever? And that's the battle between the should we's and the do it's. Some of us, the scientists are like, we should find out if this is possible before we decide if we should do it. Not, should we do this before we decide to expend effort on it? My feelings are that we should all explore, experiment, figure it out, see if it's possible, come up with a way to make it happen, then decide if it's possible. Only then, if it's possible, then make the decision as to if you should do it or not. That reminds me of something I heard the other day. We were talking about evil, being evil, doing evil on the internet. And somebody was talking about Web3 and blockchain and saying the difference between doing evil, whether you can be evil or you should be evil. Right now, we shouldn't be evil. But what if some, at some point in the future, they came up with a way of not allowing us to be evil, period. You can't be evil on the internet, but that depends on your definition of the word evil. Because to some people, evil is one thing and others, different to others. So like I said, if you ask me, let's figure out if we can do this before we decide if we should or not. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.